Welcome to the Our Safe Harbor Church podcast. Here you can listen to our Sunday sermon, Monday morning message, and midweek Bible study. We hope you will consider subscribing, sharing, leaving a review, but please be sure to check out our website at www.OurSafeHarbor.com to learn more about us and find ways to get involved. Our Safe Harbor Church, we are with you wherever you are. Hello, church. <clears throat> Good afternoon or morning or whatever time it is for you. I'm out here in Washington. Hey, we got a big doggy. Hello, big dog. He's doing good. Garm. Hey, look over here. Doesn't matter. Okay. So, <clears throat> I, I thought today that I would talk about what we're supposed to do in this world when it comes to fighting for God or fighting for the kingdom, things like this. So I'm going to speak from my perspective and my thoughts as I normally do, but if you've never had any of these thoughts that I'm about to talk about, eh, just disregard what I'm saying today. It might not apply to you. But I know for myself, growing up and even today, there will be times in my head where I have these, I guess you could probably call them delusions of grandeur, but it's the idea that I would be able to stand on a battlefield by myself against an army of evil men and stand tall and strong and fight. Maybe not win, but at least not run. It's the idea that when I'm sitting in a restaurant with my wife, Sometimes I think about what if a man came in with a gun? What am I going to do? Am I going to leap up and fight him, disarm him, take a bullet, whatever it is, right? What am I going to do? So there's many examples of this that live in my head, right? And these examples are all the things that I've told myself that if, if able and if given the chance... That's what I would do, right? So if, eat it, there you go. If I'm ever presented with this opportunity to fight for God or to fight for righteousness or good or whatever it is, oh, I'm definitely doing it. But here's where we fail, especially men. I'm sure women fail too at this. I just don't know how. So any, any women out there that want to talk about this subject, Feel free. You know more than I do about it. <clears throat> so for men, one of the lies that we're told is that we'll get that opportunity one day that that'll happen, right? I'll be faced with an army of people who want to kill me or talk bad about God or whatever it is, and I'm going to have to stand up like David. Some of us will wait our entire lives for that opportunity and it'll never come you'll just die it doesn't mean you missed something but what it does mean is while you were waiting to conquer the Goliath you missed the fact that others were walking in that others gave you opportunities to fight for good 
but you didn't take that opportunity because you're waiting for Goliath. So when someone comes through with their little bit of help that they need, oh, I need some water, or oh, I need, you know, help going to the grocery store, or I just need someone to talk to. Those problems aren't big enough for you. You need a Goliath. You need to call down fire from heaven like Elijah. You need to split the seas like Moses. Let me tell you, church. That book that you read, the story about David, it's a small one. David and Goliath, that's a small story, short story. The story about the crossing of the Red Sea, that's a short story. The rest of the story matters. Not just the big scenes. How you got to the Red Sea matters. What you think about the Red Sea once you get there matters. Keeping people calm while the Egyptians surround you and you don't know what to do, that matters. It's not just splitting the sea. You don't have to wait for your Goliath because what you what you're forgetting when you wait for your Goliath is that you had the opportunity to help someone else with their Goliath. When an individual is willing to come to you and say, I need help, or willing to bring their problem to you and just ask for advice, or when you know that you can help, don't pass that up because you're waiting for your Goliath. God doesn't really care about your Goliath. God cares about what you do to things that aren't Goliath. Because it wasn't David's quick sling, <clears throat> nor his might, that made him kill Goliath. It was the fact that he was with God, and God was with him. So as you go about your days, church, if you're waiting for your Red Sea or your Goliath, or your battle with Baal so you can call down fire from heaven, just realize there's other battles you could take place in. There's other Goliaths that you might not think are Goliath, but the person who's up against them, they definitely think it's Goliath. Maybe someone's Goliath is a new set of tires that they just can't afford. Maybe somebody's Goliath is divorce, and what they need is for you to just shut up and listen to them. Maybe someone's Goliath is death. Maybe somebody's Goliath is just walking in the building at church just remember church you don't have to wait for your Goliath there's plenty of them out there and there's plenty of people who walk around in darkness who need to know that there's a shepherd out there with stones that can kill that Goliath his name is Jesus ruler of the nations don't wait for your Goliath Stand up when you see a Goliath, whether he's against you or not. Men of God, you don't have to wait to conquer an army by yourself. The army is already gathered against your king. The armies of the world are against him now. So by you standing up, you are fighting the armies of the world. They're just not against you. They're against him. 
and we are for him. He is our king, and he is for us. Don't wait for your Goliath. Find those Goliaths, knock them down one by one. Get more stones if you need to. Just realize, God's with you. Don't wait for your Goliath. I love you all, church. Go in peace.